And here it is, dude. The very first ever Daily Hustle Life Optimization Session on No Filter Network. Now, we've got some people joining the stream right now, and this is, uh, this is a special day because the guy on the other end with the Gazoo headset, Kowalski, he is... Uh, He's been excited about this. This has been one of those things where I think a long time ago, Kowalski and I decided that uh, we wanted to take the daily hustle to the next level. And in order to do that, I, I, I truly believe that this has got to become an interactive discussion back and forth as opposed to a one-way sort of thing where you know we're we're trying to divulge wisdom and guidance on on how to live your lives. So you know I think the biggest thing that we're we're all going to get out of this is, is is just you know I'd say critical thought, um, opening up our minds to to, to different viewpoints and, and ideas, and that's uh, that's really what we're trying to accomplish with this. So. The overall structure of these things are basically going to be going over the daily hustle uh, and then for whatever that day's message was and looking beyond it and, and going a little bit deeper uh, into the overall message. Now, Kowalski, uh, first and foremost, welcome. Buenos dias. Good to be here. It's good to have you here, man. We'll be working on that 5G connection that you got that, uh, you know, get a little mm -hmm. less latency out of you. But, you know, I, I'd say, you know, what are your first thoughts, you know, when you talk about the daily hustle and everything that, you know, it's become, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure like that the whole creation of it was, was us back in a Tucson torture session and talking about being able to deliver consistent content on a on a uh, everyday basis, um, you know, from the time that we came up with the creation of the idea, where 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 where, what are your thoughts on where it's gone? Well, I I think you're always have been somebody who's acted on inspired thought and not just let an idea idea or um, some sort of outcome just go by or somebody that took action. So the action that you took in putting together um, the daily hustle and then, of course, the consistency of it, the, the stacking of the consecutive days and, um, you know, that compounding effect of doing something consistently over a long period of time can really, you know, refine that process. And then with anything, if you get enough repetitions in it, um, pretty soon if that thing, whatever that is, if it scares you, if it um, if you had some fear of that um, over time, that repetition can lessen the fear and sort of you get a peek behind maybe what you thought it was and it turned out to be you know something different and which allows you to leave your little corner of the world a little bit better than you found it so 
Yeah, that, I, I'm. It's extraordinary how far the the daily hustle has come, and how many people are getting engaged and getting involved with it. And um, I think this will just add another level to it. Yeah, man. So I, I, you know what? I said it yesterday, and and we were sorry to miss you on the forty-five mile uh, treadmill adventure. But you know, the funny thing is, is that as we had people joining the the broadcast and. Dude, I don't know how many people joined through the course of the entire, you know, almost eight hours. But as people came on and they sat there and we would have periods of silence. And I'm talking like, dude, no more than like a song, maybe as, as you know, Chief and I. So Chief Waters got on with me at 5 a.m. And, and we just went. And it was like we had several people join through the, the, the entire you know process. Right. And people were coming in and out, people were coming in and out, people were coming in and out. And every 10 miles, I would post an Instagram video. And so I'd be like, Chief, you ready? 10 miles now, man, Instagram video, here we go. And it would be that, and I, I'd attach a link to it, just basically a promotion for the same. And then as people were, were, were coming and going, I think the overall message uh, if, of yesterday, if I if I were to say that there was one, is that 45 miles on the treadmill, it's not a fucking Instagram video. It's not a 15 second gosh damn like little like snippet that that says we're living in this 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 fictitious world and we're trying to portray you know whatever this is. That shit is fucking real. And, and the fact that that it's real in the in the fact that it, it, it's, uh, you know, it, it's it's so much more than the perception that everyone else has of these little snippets. So like, oh, that's cool. Right. And it's it's, uh, you know, and I'm not putting this on other people and I'm not trying to generalize or marginalize anyone else and what they do in their life. I can only speak really of what I do. But basically, what that is, is the ability to go into these deep, dark tunnels and sit there. And so imagine this vision and imagine, you know, there's this one tunnel in Half Moon Bay where, you know, we live part of the time and it's a pretty long tunnel and it's up by Devil's Slide. They put it in, I don't know, probably five, ten years ago now. But when you go into the tunnel, as we so freaking whatever Lus Kowalski, ideally he'll be back. But when you go into the tunnel, it's like this, it's a, and then at the end of the tunnel is a light. And then that light, it's waiting there for you. But the process is being in the fucking tunnel. The process is, 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 is understanding how to deal with those deep and dark places. So, you know, overall, when I think about what that adventure was yesterday, overall, what I think about what life is in general, it's not these snippets. It's not these 15 second, whatever promo things that I'm going to try to do on my phone, because that's not real. That's not even close to real. It's like the exact opposite of real. And, you know, if there's one thing that I would say with the daily hustle, it's just that. This shit's real. This shit is, it, it, it's stuff that comes from my heart. It's stuff that I write that I, I hope to inspire. 
I think one of the things that Kowalski said best is it, it, it's about action. And, you know, quite frankly, it's just, look, you know, if we can use this form to bring some people on and, and, and have these conversations, uh, you know, let's do it. I mean, let's take it to the next level. And, you know, I, I think the life optimization is something that, you know, we always talk about um, with with the daily hustle and and that's the life optimization is ultimately what any of us can ever hope for because that's what life is right you're here for a certain amount of time we don't know how long that time is going to be but it's our duty to do everything in our power to optimize our life so let's do this let's um let's get everyone involved right away open up the 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 chat kowalski's sitting there saying he lost audio I mean, he's back and forth. I can't help him, man. Um, you know, ideally he could figure it out. But there's a knock queue, and we got we got Chief Waters in the knock queue, man. We'll bring Chief on who, after uh, after yesterday, deserves a, a a spot on the panel here, man. It, it was uh, you know quite the adventure. Seven hours and forty two minutes. I know of runtime for me, Chief. Uh, I, that was well over seven. I went about seven hours on the on the bike for you when it came to actual ride time, but start to finish. I mean, we were on that thing for eight hours. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Eric. Uh, what a great day it was yesterday. It was it was it was really exciting uh, from a personal perspective, but uh, bigger than uh, you and I. It, it's about the organization. It was about the kids. It was about uh, the uh, PT forty two. Uh, it's about things a lot larger than us. Yeah. So when you got on that bike, and so then let me quick introduction for those on the stream. Uh, chief James Waters here was a, a police chief, NYPD counterterrorism unit, uh, headed headed it up after 9/11, and I mean just, but absolute freaking. I, I couldn't even imagine, you know, what what that uh, that whole experience was like, and. Whatnot, but you got into triathlon. I met you when I we did the tri across America. You guys so graciously gave me that, uh, gave us that that uh, escort across the George Washington Bridge, and that was right when you were getting into triathlon. And then now here we are, you know, a couple years later. I mean, it's not like this is you know fifteen, like five years later even. I mean, this is only a couple years later. And then yesterday you got on the bike. You're going to do forty five miles, but you never got off. Why not? Well, for a, co for a couple of reasons, Eric. You know, it was it was funny. It just it happened. I explained to my son earlier this morning. It was just it was like organically. Uh, I got on. I said, I'll do my forty five. Maybe I'll get off and get back on before Eric finishes his run and jump in and maybe do another ten or twenty later in the day. And uh, when I when we were talking to Franz, and I said. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm, 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 I'm hanging with you. And uh, there was no inhibitions. There was no anxiety. There was no uh, fears of will I be able to do it? Can I do it? How much can I do? I was like, I'm just going to ride this bike until I can't ride this bike anymore. And then I'm just going to stop and see how I feel and maybe start up again. But, you know, uh, I got the 45. I got the 42 for PT. I got the 45 for you. I went to 61 in my head for my own age. My birthday's in two weeks. 
Then I said, okay, 61, I can get to 75. And when I said, I'm going to 75, and you said, fuck it, do 100, I said, I, I was like, in my head, I had already decided I'm going for 100. And then when I was getting toward that 100, I said, why would I stop at 100? Eric's still running. And two, why would I stop at 100 when a full Ironman is 112? And so I kept pedaling. If, at what point, we talked about, you know, before you came on, and I don't know if you were on the stream yet, but, we, you know, I was talking about the tunnel. I was talking about that dark place where, where, where you're here. And you can see the light at the end, but the light's not close. And I remember referencing to you in the middle of it, I said, Chief, we're in the tunnel, man. And because so many people were coming on and off through the course of the broadcast, and then at this time, it was just the two of us. And this is a time, you know, in my mind, where it's gut check. Because it's easy when, when, when people are coming on and Franz came on, he's inspiring us and we're, we're rolling. Um, but, you know, when you're in that dark cave by yourself, like, what, was, what, what helped you get through that period? Well, you know, and, and I and I did hit it, and probably uh, in, in the uh, and, and and Joe asked me yesterday, did I ever hit a real hard time? What was it? It was it was probably in the 60s, 66, 67, 68, and and then I I don't know, I just got another burst of energy. I maybe uh, with all the nutrition I was taking, it was kicking in. Um, but I think uh, one, I was with you, so I wasn't alone. Uh, even though I was, uh, I'm here in New York and you're, you're out there. Uh, so we, I wasn't alone. I was never alone because I was with you and you were with me. Uh, but secondly, it's about the journey and the process, right? So it's all about the journey and the process. And this is part of the process and you have to accept that. So when Franz talked to us earlier and told us of his, um, his different races and how difficult they were and how much pain he was in and how he didn't think he could go any further, that's a common theme and a common, uh, you know, story and experience with with triathletes. And um, I actually think it's like a badge of honor. It's kind of like, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm a little sore today, not as bad as I thought I would be. But, uh, you know, I am just riding the high. And, and I know that I put in the work yesterday for, for a great, great cause. And uh, and I think it's about it's, it's about what you always say. It's about the process. Hey, so one of the things that you know, this is this is fluid as we as we like to remain here at at No Filter Network, and I, I think this Daily Hustle show that we're going to do five days a week is is gonna, um, I think it, it's gonna take on a life of its own, and, and I think the direction I don't I don't want to force a direction of this show. I think we need to you know stay open to different possibilities. But one of the things I thought about doing was you know it's not necessarily come on and, and and read to you guys i mean if you most of the people on here i believe probably subscribe to the daily hustle understand what it is uh but one of the things i do want to do is i want to discuss the message because you know each of these daily hustles they come with an underlying message and that's what's been so therapeutic i think for me on a daily basis to be able to write these things and sure, it's a little bit of the creativity and it's fun doing that, but it's a message that comes with it. And so today's Daily Hustle was about Tommy Lasorda. And, you know, I, I, 
I, I was at MLB Network a couple of years ago, and I, I walk into the uh, I walk into the makeup room, and this was this was fucking epic, man. So here was Tony and Sword. Like this is the vision that I want you guys to have, but we have the the like the makeup chairs, right? And here's Tommy sitting like this. And, and he's got the thing, you know, the thing over him, and he's getting a manicure and a pedicure. And from that point, I'm just like, dude, this isn't real. That's, that's fucking Tommy Lasorda. And so, you know, I said something along the lines of, yeah, Tommy, like, that's, that's first class service right there. And then Tommy came back to me, and he's like, kind of looks me up and down, and he goes, yeah, you know, you, you got to earn this, kid. And then he said, you're well on your way. I'm like, what are you talking Well, Tommy Lasorda doesn't know who I am. And he, he's like, dude, you're, he's like, you're a TV star. I'm like, come on, Tommy. Literally said to him, I said, Tommy, you don't know who I am. He goes, you're Burns. He goes, and you're fucking crazy. He goes, TV needs more guys like you. And I'm like, man, like that, that meant something to me. And like it, it hit home. It was like, it wasn't validation or anything. I wasn't looking for that. But, you know, the ultimate respect in, in, in my line of work when I was a baseball player was, was respect from your peers. It, it was, for me, it was more so than the coaches. It was more so than management. It was more so than fans. When I was able to get that respect from, from our peers in the, in the, in the people I was with, like that, that to me, you know, my friends, the, the guys I go to battle with and against every single day, that meant something. And so when you have a guy like Tom Minnesota, who's not only an iconic figure within the game of baseball, but he was an iconic figure within as, as just as a, a, a personality surrounding the game, right? Just a, a, a mega, mega star. Uh, that was super cool. And so when he passed away a few weeks ago, you know, I, I started looking some things up. And, and one of the quotes on Tommy was that, you know, he knew when to pat you on the back and, and, he, and he knew when to, to kick you in the ass. And, you know, I just think about where I am in my life and with my own children, with the Levenue baseball team that Kowalski and I coach, uh, how to deal with different personalities and, and, and how to manage them. And I think there's a, a very fine art as to how to do that. Now, the one thing, though, that Tommy said about treating, say, his players as, as you know, whatever – and the quote he was, he actually had learned this from Ralph Hawk, the legendary Yankees manager. Um, and, and he basically said that, look, he goes, he goes, treat people like human beings and they're going to play like Superman. And it's it, that that's like, so for today's Daily Hustle message, think about that. Treat people like human beings and they will play like Superman. And it's really like, you know, if I'm going to throw this to you, but it's really not that fucking hard, man. Like treat people like people, treat people well, and they're going to go to war for you. They're going to go to battle for you. Put people in position to succeed, treat them with respect, love, kindness, um, treat them how they would want to be treated. But at the same time, you know, you, you look just the overall big view of this is, you know, it goes down to kind of the first rule that, you know, we have on the, on the baseball team, which is, which is, 
you know, no whiners, be kind and go hard. Those are the three rules. So a lot of that goes back to just being kind. Chief, dealing with all the people you've dealt with through your years, being a, 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 a chief in the NYPD, what, uh, what are your thoughts on, on that? Eric, uh, yeah, we've spoken about this before. And at the, at the end of the day, it's all about the men and women. It's all about taking care of the troops, uh, supporting them in good times and bad, in difficult situations. Uh, you know, they need, they, they need and they deserve, uh, that support from, and leadership from, from, uh, their bosses. The guidance, they're, the men and women are always looking for guidance, but they're looking for support and they're looking to be taken care of and they're looking to have some sense of assurance that they're going to be taken care of. Uh, uh, if there's an illness, if there's sickness in the family, you know, we're all, uh, human, you know, they go home from work, they have wives and husbands and significant others and friends and, and, and family and children and parents and, you know, illness comes and, and things like that. And that, and that was probably, uh, uh I spent, uh, uh, a good part of my day, uh, worrying about the, the, the men and women and, and, and making sure that they were appropriately taken care of. And that, and, and you know, they respond, they would, they would run through walls for you. They would, they would, they would run over broken glass and through fire. Uh, you know, I, I know they would, they've told me so I've seen them do it. So, uh, uh, that's, what's important and treating, treating them well w with respect, kindness, but, but also, you know, uh, uh, Tommy Lasorda's uh, quote is, is spot on. Just like raising your children, you, you know, it's okay to to be their to be their friend, but you got to be their parent. And there's a time to really love them. There's time to give them a little tough love too, huh? Yeah, one hundred percent. Hey, uh, Kowalski, hopefully your uh, your audio's dialed in here and and you're back. Uh, your thoughts on today's daily hustle message? Testing, AB. You guys got audio? <laughs> yes. Very good. So, yeah, there's a lot of um, things sort of woven in uh, to the message. But I think at its core, people want to feel like they're hand in hand with you in the trenches. And they don't want to feel like they're in the trenches. And somehow by proxy from base camp, you're, you're sort of creating an ethos for how the troops are going to go to battle when you haven't been in the trenches alongside of them. So the treat people like humans is just show them that you're legitimately bought into the crusade, hand in hand with them in the trenches, not leading at 30,000 feet, flying over the battlefield, um, implementing a game plan that way. So, yeah, I think that that quote of, of the late, great Tommy Lasorda, may he rest easy, the baseball legend, um, treat people like human beings and they'll play like like superheroes. That's uh, people want to feel today as if they, you know, as if you're hand in hand with them and not do as I say, not as I do. So. Yeah, I think it's a it's a powerful lesson to to keep in mind yeah, to bring the, the human element back into the virtual world. 
before yeah, before I go on here, I'm, I want to encourage uh, you know we got a, we got a bunch of people on the stream, so I, I encourage you guys if you want to you guys got any questions, you want to join, you have some some uh, words of wisdom that you want to share, hit the knock queue. I mean, I think the 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 real benefit of no filter network is the ability to communicate. Um, so we have no problem. You know, we'll let you in here. Also, the chat function on the on the right hand corner. Uh, it's fantastic as well if you want to if you want to fire anything away there. Um, but you know, I, I think about like leadership issues that I've dealt with in my life in in organizations that that I was with and and when it didn't work and, and you know there was there was this fucking disconnect, man, between what you know what, what say the workers or the players were and where management was. And, and that's that's the biggest issue, uh, you know, in in life. And I think in running an organization is that you you, you alienate uh, this group here, you know, with this group here. And if you're not willing to work cohesively, um, you know, together, then it, it's it, it's all going to go to shit, man. And I, I, I just saw it. I, I'm not going to get into specific sort of things right now. I, I don't think I need to. Um, but it's sad. Like I, I literally have watched the crumbling uh, of, of an organization, uh, and, and a lot of it I had a, a like a front row view of it, and it's 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 something that was so awesome and so great that that just fucking blew up. And, and you're like, how like how could that possibly have happened so quickly? Um, and it, it it was evident there was there was there was no legitimate leadership uh at the top there was no there and I, I think another problem with that too is that the you know the leadership structure needs to be defined in, in a in a sense as, as well and so when we're able to define that and understand that and know that i mean chief you know that better than anybody like you know like there's a there's a there's a value in that military chain of command um that you know and so i'm going to bring this question to you chief like if where is the happy median between that the military chain of command that that has obviously proven to to be effective through the course of the years um but also being able to be all-encompassing in 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 uh you know in, embracing this togetherness uh that's a great question it, it, it's a delicate balance eric it's uh it's a delicate balance between a, 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 as kowalski said you know you know, the men and women want to see that their leaders have been in the trenches and are in the trenches with them on a regular basis, that they have the bona fides, that they've, you know, cut their teeth uh, in the trenches and that they're not just, um, we talked about this yesterday too, it's not just uh, talking about it. it. Don't don't tell me, show me, right? You know, and, uh, you know, to be able to demonstrate that, you know, you have you, you have the abilities that you've been there, done that, right? It's not a 15 second Instagram. It's uh, it's it's real life. It's it's really part of, uh, you know, putting the putting the work in. So, yeah, you, you, there's got to be structure. There's got to be rules. There's got to be uh, guardrails. Uh, but there's also got to be that human point of, you know, it can't be robotic. It can't be just, you know, top down. There's got to be buy in from the. Uh, from the team and that and that that's you know you, there's got to be a leader but there's you know but it's about the team and yet yesterday uh 
uh, you know, a couple of guys from the NYPD Tri Team jumped on too, right? Show a little support. They put out messages. Hey, if you can get on for a few minutes, a couple of guys rode with us, and uh, and that's what that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Kowalski. Yeah, you know, I think, I mean, the the acronym of team together, everyone achieves more and teamwork makes the dream work. I mean, these things, these are inherent in people who are bought into teams, 100% committed. Um, so sometimes it feels like if you're talking about management and leadership, um, sometimes what you have is is managers making decisions by analyzing data and not the anecdotes. And more often than not, when the anecdote and the data don't agree within an organization, usually it's the anecdote that is right. So we, we have to be careful about not leading by proxy with data, but leading by being right next to our people. Um, so, you know, sometimes it feels like the emperor wears no clothes when, when you lose trust. So trust is the most important thing and letting people know that you're a hundred percent legitimately bought in um, to the crusade, to the outcome. And, and everybody has those key results areas and everybody's clearly defined their roles and what they do, how they do it and by when. Um, and then when you put together that sort of structure, um, but still be agile and flexible and adaptable to what can come, um, then you, there's no telling how high a, a, an organization, a team uh, can go. Yeah, you know what, I, I think that, um, I think the biggest thing in this, in, in all this, and I've, I've learned this in, in, in my life, it, it's like, it, you gotta show the fuck up. And, and if you're not, if you're not gonna show up, I, I, I can't help you. Like we can't, it, people talk the talk. But no one wants to show up. And so yesterday, when Chief Waters was on there, and he didn't do this for any fanfare and glory or anything. I got on there to be supportive of me as I'm running the 45 miles. And it's it's when you're eight, when you show up consistently and, and you're there, that means something. And so so often in our life, it's like we have every excuse, but we don't show up. And in the the number one thing we have to do is show up, be there, be accountable. That is everything. And if we don't do that, nothing else matters because you're not there, dude. I can't help you if you're not there. We can't help you if you're not there. And you're not helping yourself if you're not there. So, and it doesn't mean, look, you can't be there for everything either. So if you're not going to, um, if you're not going to show up, hey, you know, it, it, it's just, uh, it's just part of it. But the, the number one thing that we got to do in our lives, whether it's being a parent whether it's it's whatever craft that we're doing, you know, no filter network, for example, I'm building, you know, I'm building. We definitely are building this thing out. This is this is way bigger than any one individual and everything else. We have a group of ambassadors that, you know, have been uh, been terrific as we're trying to get this thing, you know, going. But the number one thing that we have to do here is we got to produce content, and 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 that starts with showing up and. If I'm going to sit here and be one of the co-founders of this thing, like I got to get out front. I got to lead out front. I have to I try all these different things and see basically, you know, what 
how can we utilize this platform? And then yesterday, for a perfect example, like, you know, I, I did I really feel like doing an eight-hour stream? I, I don't know. Because, you know, when you're streaming, you sometimes you feel like you're on or you have to be on or this or that. I don't know. I, you know, I just – I came to the grips with I'm just going to do it. And then we figured out, and we kind of knew this in our background, that it would be a great platform to raise money because we have the tip button, right? And so we ran this free broadcast for eight hours, and then we had the tip button. We raised over $2,000. I mean, I, I ended it yesterday, Chief, and we were like, whatever. We raised another 1100 after that. Nice. Like, just, isn't that cool? Oh, so, but what, but what, but what does that start with? That starts with showing up. It starts with being able to be like, look, I'm willing to make myself vulnerable by putting myself out there for eight hours on a treadmill. And, and, and then, you know, letting people see the ups and downs and, and, and everything. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I think that's, uh, that's just, it's critical in, in the lives that we live, in, in what we want to put our attention towards, and uh, in, in what matters to us. You got to, you got to fucking be there. You guys still with me? Yep. Gotcha. Sweet, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, any, um, but, 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 but not everybody is going to want to watch a guy run on a treadmill for eight hours. You know, no, but who you know, knows, who knows how many countless people got that idea, heard about it and, and spark them showing up in other places of their life. You know, there's this ripple effect that can happen. Maybe that's unseen. Like a, a pebble dropped into the ocean somewhere deep out there, and it creates this ripple that you don't get to see, but it's actually inspiring and engaging people to to show up in other ways. And eventually, you know, when the student is ready, the the teacher appears, and then all of a sudden, you've you've had this effect that that you didn't even know. Regardless, yeah, yeah I, I, I Kowalski's uh, spot on there. You know, sometimes. We're always looking for metrics and trying to measure things. And some of these things are not going to be able, it's going to be frustrating as you continue to develop the network, but how many people popped on for five or 10 minutes just to see if this crazy bastard was really running on the treadmill? And and then to try to get a sense of, hey, what's he doing and who's he doing it with and why is he doing it? And then they click back, to, they switch back to their, their regularly scheduled life. But there's no way of really telling, well, hey, you know what? I could do that. Or, hey, I can go out and get on the bike or I can do this. Or, you know what? I can be I can live a little bit better today or treat people better and do things. And so I think that the uh, you know, we'll never see all the results. I mean, it's great that we raised that money, but uh, Kowalski's right. You guys. And one more thing, Chief, to dovetail on that. They say that that wise men plant trees of which the shade they will never sit. So I think really that's what all this is. We're planting trees right now of which the shade we may never see or sit under. But it means that our kids and, and our legacy lives on. And, and then we can, you know, look down from the afterlife and, and, and think, look at this beautiful forest of trees that we were able to plant of which the shade we never sat 
but we had an impact and left a legacy and left the world in our little corner of the world a little bit better than we found it. And I think, you know, ultimately that's what I'm trying to do. Just leave my little corner of the world a little bit better than I found it. Yeah, man, I think that's all we, that's all we can hope to do. All right. I mean, it's, you know, kind of summing this up here. Uh, we've gone about six minutes over. Uh, and it's not, I'm not going to hold it to a, a, a super strict time uh, every every single day that we do this, but I think 30 minutes is good, right? It's not too much for anybody. I know it's a tough time for people to come on and, you know, everyone's getting their day going and everything else. Uh, but, you know, ultimately, as this being the first Daily Hustle show uh, on No Filter Network, once again, I'd like to keep it interactive. Um, I don't know, maybe it's early. I mean, we got a lot more people on here than... Uh, that I even thought we would. Uh, not a, not a lot of That's knockers, cool. but don't don't be afraid to knock next time. Um, and and you know, once again, the overall sum of the daily hustle is about you know a life life optimization, and it, it's about making sure that we get the most out of each and every single fucking day that we are here. So I'm uh, you know, grateful uh, grateful for all you guys being here. And, you know, here, here we got Ruben chiming in. He said the Daily 22 got me not being able to swim 500 yards without stopping, hitting my 4.2 miles at nine-minute pace. I mean, he said hot yoga, the Murph, the cold shower, toughest challenge. Hey, so take some of those things for those who, you know, partook of the Daily Hustle Challenge. Take, take some of those things and implement them into a routine because we are what we do. And so the Daily Hustle Challenge 22 days is great. But the reason why we put that together was because we want you to make that a lifestyle. We want us to be able to implement that in our lives each and every single day. I know, you know, Kowalski and I have pretty much, you know, dialed in a, a, a routine. I know we both adapt and adjust depending on, you know, what, what our focus is at that point. But there are just some consistencies that we do. You know, I know, I know in, my, in my life, whether it be every single day, the cold shower, every single day, the exercise, every single day, the footboard uh, for, for me. And, and then there's other things that, you know, we do along the way uh, that we like to make sure that we don't go too long uh, without doing it. One of those, you know, was connecting with the friends. And I, I hope you guys got a lot out of that one because so, so often, you know, we let these relationships just kind of go. And uh, we don't realize the value of, of, of friendship and togetherness and, and everything else. Uh, let's just finish here, Chief. Any f final parting words for our uh, first daily hustle uh, life optimization show here on No Filter Network? Hey, this is, this is a great start, uh, Eric. Uh, you kick off uh, uh, first one on No Filter. You know, I've been, I've been reading it and been a, a disciple for quite a while now, as you well know. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, getting getting a chance to in interact also the human contact uh, takes it to the next level so it's uh, it's pretty cool good luck thanks chief and uh kowalski yeah um for, for all of you out there on the interwebs you know as most of you know i'm a public schooled polish mexican trying to figure out how to optimize this life just like every Everyone, more engagement, the more conversation, the more dialogue that we can have from people. Um, I think the better that this is going to go. So, yeah, thanks for everybody who's out there getting engaged, get, getting involved with this. And, and we hope that collectively 
we can um, start this web of conversation uh, that can help us all optimize our lives. So Simply Peg uh, chimed in. She says, dude, the, 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 the stoic shower was the, was the hardest part. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that, was, that, that was pretty gnarly. I mean, it's just once you, the body adapts to it. So continue to do it and you'll be shocked. And then my dude, Damon Kasofsky, man, what up, bro? Oh, uh, fired up. You got the, uh, I, I read your poetry last night, by the way. I don't think I responded to it. Uh, because it basically gets forwarded to here to here, whatever. But I read it. It was fucking awesome, man. Uh, appreciate you for that. And then uh, everyone else, man. Dude, Buckwheat's on here, I saw. Yo, dude. Fired up. So uh, Brian Royer, my dude. That's that's showing up. Brian Royer? You know where the Royer? Bro, Brothers Royer showed up in the middle of yes. fucking America. Toledo, Toledo, Ohio. Yes. I want to give a little love to Kevin out there, Mike out there, Ruben. I mean, dude, David. I mean, we had, dude, we had Kelly, Gene, Keith, Joe. I we we were stacked today, man. Uh, awesome, uh, awesome group. So let's yeah, let's keep this rolling, and uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow. Uh, so tomorrow, here's the deal. We got uh, we're gonna go 6 a.m. First, we sweat class, and that'll be from six to seven. Seven o'clock, you're gonna have Casey and Kane, Sean Casey and Brian Kane. If you haven't seen that, it's really good, man. Brian Kane is a, a buddy of uh, Kowalski's mm -hmm. mine and mental mental performance coach. And you know, Sean Casey, if you're a baseball fan, you, dude, he he needs no introduction. He uh, he is one of the most genuine, uh, real dudes that I've ever met in my life. Uh, and on top of that, he's just he's a he's a guy that each and every single day he strives to get better and the two of them the dynamic that they have talking about mental performance talking about life optimization talking about you know if you have a kid you have anyone who's into sports you're looking to maximize your ability in a certain area uh that's a that's a can't miss show at seven o'clock so because of that <clears throat> we're going to take the show the <clears throat> the daily hustle and we're going to move that to eight o'clock tomorrow after casey and kane um, and then Thursday, I believe we'll be back, uh, at seven o'clock and then we're going to go Friday, another 6am first we sweat class, uh, backed up with, uh, another eight o'clock daily hustle. So I think we'll settle in probably at some point on a, on a specific time, but right now we're just going to stay flexible, but this was fucking awesome, man. I appreciate everyone. Uh, Everyone joining, and uh, Chief and Kowalski, I love you guys. And, of course, if you've listened to the Daily Hustle podcast before, uh, each and every single time, we sign off with one very simple basic. Yeah!